Welcome to a muzzled chat. Muzzles are off today. Can I challenge you all to take off your muzzles? We must start speaking truth, standing strong. Now. Right now. Oh, wrong button. Off to a great start. A lot to go over today. And wow, does this help connect the dots? Because it's everything's so connected. But that's the beauty of this time right now, I feel, is the silver lining with evil overextending its hand. It's exposing itself. And when you can connect the dots in like kind of one arena, it's easy to see it playing out in all these other arenas all around us regarding our lives and civilization as we know it. Okay, but before we dive into some of the meat and potatoes on today's episode, I want to give a shout out to EMP Shield. So this right here is a home defense device. I gave a quick look-see, looked over the uh, panel installation instructions. Now, disclaimer, they, they recommend a licensed, not even recommend, that you should have a licensed electrician install these. But it's very simple, and I'm really excited to install this because this supposedly protects. Well, it does protect. Like you can go to EMP Shield and look at the the testing from Keystone Compliance. They got. I mean, you can go to the web page, click on. Oh, maybe I should even have pulled it up. Give me a sec, folks. Let's just open a new window, shall we? EMP Shield. It's really cool. We'll just walk through the whole thing here. Right here on Learn More, when you just put your cursor over that, it does this pop down and it has a list. You go down to testing, you can click that. Right here. Keystone compliance. I don't know if you guys can see that, but it's kind of on the left side of the screen. And download test results. It's like 139 pages or something around there. Very um, detailed. And it's military certified testing. And I even looked into the company Keystone Compliance a bit. And wow, they're definitely accredited and know what they're doing so yeah this protects all electronics on the back end of everything and it's like well why would one want to protect their home if the grid goes down well there's thousands and thousands of dollars of uh equipment hooked up to the home electronics such as like even your fridge and fridge and freezers all sorts of heating elements, all sorts of electronics that that's going to protect that if you have a backup generator or a solar array, 
things to that nature, well, if the power's down, you could use those those pieces of equipment to keep your freezers and refrigerators and things like that going. But more and excitingly is this unit here. This is what you install in your vehicle to keep your vehicle going. And this is really basic and easy to install. And I'm telling you guys, for the price, I mean, I'm literally sharing this with you because I feel like this is the best investment and preparation I have done to date. And I've done quite a bit of preparations. Food, water, a bit of silver, gold's a bit spendy for me right now. Um, but it's been throughout the years, right? A means to protect my uh, preparations, aka firearms, ammunition. But if we lose our mule, gosh, we're a sitting duck. Don't be left carrying only what you can on your person, on your back. Because I live in a densely populated area. And I know the grid goes down. This is not an area I'm going to want to be. So, Jay, to keep my truck going, that is one of my most valuable assets 100%. So I can't be more excited to install that and share that with you guys. Be sure to check the comments. The link will be in there. It'll automatically apply the discounts, $50 off every single product you order. Get yours today. Seriously. I mean, I'm really impressed. It took less than a week for the items to arrive and I don't know why I'm doing this right now I should be out there installing it to be honest but there is more information's coming out like it's just helping connect more dots and I I just can't sit back we got to get this information out so right here you probably can't really see it too well on the screen but this has been going around a lot of folks are uh, spread in this screenshot and other ones about the American Red Cross. I guess during this whole rapid pass is you do this questionnaire for, you know, going in and doing your blood donation here. I'll read. It asks, have you ever had a coronavirus in parenthesis COVID-19 vaccine question mark? Yes, no, skip. If, and then there's a little icon down here and it states, if you answer yes to this question, please call. And there's a number before coming in to donate to determine if this will affect your eligibility. Can you guys grasp the gravity of this right here? What's wrong with folks' eligibility in a blood donation that got the COVID-19 vaccine jab? Hmm, I wonder why that is. It's extremely alarming, and it's extremely telling. 
Now, there's a study that just came out February 19th of this year, this month, groundbreaking global study on 99 million vaccinated people reveals increase in neurological blood and heart conditions associated with COVID-19 vaccines. Yeah, this is already banned on YouTube. Can't can't upload even the first little bit. I guess the the brief introduction here with uh, EMP. But what's that worth? I mean, anyway, you can you. I'll, I'll add the link to this study so you guys can check it out for yourselves. Send it around. But it is insane. Now there's this documentary that actually just came out. The 20th, just this last Tuesday. It's titled The Great Setup with Dr. David Martin. How and who pulled off the COVID-19 scam-demic and killer vaccinations. Now it does list down here. I thought I saw like a part one. So I'm sure they're going to have others, but this... Guys, it's bigger. What I'm trying, like like I was trying to express even a little bit before, it is bigger than the scandemic, the epidemic, the plandemic, whatever. You want to call it, um, like I was stating, you could take this and apply it to all these different arenas. It sounds the alarm. It connects the dots. It's a lot bigger, but... My hat's off to this gentleman, this doctor. He articulates things very well. This is an amazing piece um, to send around. Because never again, folks, they're trying to do the 2.0 or 3.0. How they've, they've tried so many different, but all these, uh, they're trying to wrap, ramp up the fear porn again. And we can't afford to fall prey and we must unite and take some action today so um, let's just go through some quick clips to this episode it is extremely telling but now all of a sudden you have this guy who's having a target heart tissue target other tissues and you sit there going why would you do that why would you take something that maybe makes you have diarrhea or makes you have sniffles and then have it target the heart and the reason why I'm saying this is that this thing that we have been told we should call SARS-CoV-2, as it is the derivative, obviously, of what we call SARS-CoV-1, neither one of those things is a naturally occurring phenomenon. These things are engineered technologies mm. using some of the information encoded in what we call a coronavirus. Engineered technologies. Nothing natural about it, folks. This is bio-warfare. What they were even labeling is covid Biowarfare that has negatively impacted all of our health. My question is, don't you care? If we don't care enough and unite and like do our part, what, you think that's the only like push they're going to do? Oh, they're done. Oh, they didn't get the whole world vaccinated. and whatnot. So they're just going to, oh, throw in the towel. 
there's a reason why this is one of the number one hot topics like you can't talk about on the platforms that they still control and under the guise of misinformation and uh, it's extremely telling okay let's go jump around this name right. oh december event in wuhan just like there was no any other event anywhere else the thing that was killing people was a weapon that was being distributed it was not a transmissible thing and how do i know that I know that because the engineering for SARS 1.0, which by the way, if you were killing people, was a weapon that was being distributed. It was was no December event in Wuhan. Just like there was no any other event anywhere else. I got this sped up a bit. Let me slow it down. Oh, yeah, I apologize. Let's slow it down. One, two, five. Went to a wet market and started infecting people. That's the story we're supposed to believe. There was right. no December event in Wuhan. Just like there was no any other event anywhere else, the thing that was killing people was a weapon that was being distributed. Mm -hmm. It was not a transmissible thing. And how do I know that? A weapon that was being distributed. It not a weapon that was being like transmitted, or or not a thing that was being transmitted. A virus, as we were told, or coronavirus. And he states. How do I know that? Well, let's listen more. But wow, a weapon that was distributed. Let's continue. I know that because the engineering for SARS 1.0, which, by the thing. way, as you'll recall, killed almost no one, but was supposed to be a virus that was going to take down the world, and SARS 2.0 has the same modification, which is infectious but replication defective, the thing that was in the patent. And why is replication defective important? It turns out for a virus to achieve what the viral model dictates, it has to go into the cell, it has to replicate, and then it has to be transmitted. But if you take out its replication capability, you know what it isn't anymore? It's not a virus. It's a weapon. When you right. say in September 18th of 20... Think about it. So how were they distributing it? Water? Food? Chemtrails? How? We got to rule all these things out from being a potential threat futuristically. The fact we're not in the know, we never had a say, and indisputably being sprayed. If you can't confidently say that, go watch the chemtrail episode we, we did. Are we being sprayed? Personally, feel you don't need to look any further than that. We are being sprayed. Period indisputably and it's very damning and harmful they could integrate these nanoparticles and all sorts of things we got to put a stop to it we cannot turn a blind eye we cannot be ignorant in 19 the accidental or intentional release of a lethal respiratory pathogen let's just slow it down for a minute you go well hold on a minute release is a really dangerous word in that sentence that's not, oops, it leaked. Right, release is actually a term that implies intention. Right. You guys need to go through. I don't want to play this whole thing. This one's actually only 34 minutes, folks. 
say check it out. Let's do this. Thirteen fifty. Tech and at Moderna, it said that mRNA injections were, and I'm quoting from their financial statements, experimental gene therapies classified as such by the FDA. Not kind of. That's where they were classified. Now people say, Dave, don't say experimental gene therapies. I'm not. I'm reading it from their SEC filings right. in their 10Ks and in their 10Q filings with the SEC. That's not my opinion. It's their words. But if you actually told the public, hey, guys, we'd like you to take an experimental gene therapy, you know what would happen? Everybody would say, hell no. 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 But if you actually say, well, we're going to call it a vaccine, which, by the way, never, ever has there been a change in the legal definition of what a vaccine is. So we change, allegedly, what we mean when we say vaccination to mean it might help you not be as sick, which, by the way, there was no basis for that assumption. We have no evidence of it. And then you go back right. and you say, well, in the clinical trial, we also are not going to say that you actually are immunized until 14 days after the second injection, which is really interesting. You realize then that all of a sudden, all of the cases of COVID in 2020 are actually people in the clinical trials. But they weren't immunized until after the second injection. Hmm. So they were considered unvaccinated when they had adverse events like death, like anaphylaxis, like all the things you expect inside of the post 14 day injection period of time. And many people say, well, yeah, but those aren't really adverse events because according to the adverse event thing, you can't count on those things. Well, that's because in 2018, the definition clearly of the adverse event following immunization, which is an officially legally defined term, that term was changed to mean the only thing that can be counted as an adverse event. And by the way, this is one where if you go look it up, it's bone chilling to hear what I'm saying. They changed the definition of an adverse event to be only a thing that the literature had already shown as potentially caused by the injection. Now let's stop and unpack that for a minute. If in 2018, we changed the definition of adverse event following immunization, and we change it so the only thing that can be counted is a thing that's already published in the literature as a potential adverse event. And then we use an agent that has never been used. What do we just do? Wow. We Folks. Gosh dang. You know what? I want to bring up a random fun fact. In fact, there's nothing fun about it. It's quite sick. Sickening and telling. Do you know that all three of these pharmaceutical companies like the big three pfizer moderna johnson and johnson just invested in the tune of billions of dollars cancer clinics every single one of them i'd like you to think as to why that would be folks there's a club we ain't in it. We're not in it. It is clear. If you can't see how they are enriching themselves, ensuring this two-tiered system, ensuring rulers in the ruled, like even more scarily than, scarily a word? Well, we're using it. Uh, then enriching themselves is to how this is empowering them at the cost of deaths and suffering 
of we the people and the world population. I mean, it's just so sick. And I want to remind you that you can make these connections. It isn't just happening in the health arena. Like, this is easily transitioned and all the tactics that were used the same things are being done with our politics our educational systems the workforce entertainment social medias folks we must wake up take a stand now we cannot afford to let this continue any longer There are patents that date back pre-pandemic that are literally an admission of a crime. Premeditated. You can look them up. In fact, watch this video. He brings a lot of them up. And it is clear that our legal system we cannot rely on. What does that, where does that leave us? That it is up to us. It's up to you. It's up to me. We we cannot afford for things to continue as they're going. We got to self set down the selfish self-serving things in our lives and start tuning in more and more. Period. Yeah, it's getting pretty dire. Let's jump in. So, right here. Was the vaccine going to win? Absolutely. Because this never was about a disease. This never was about an infection. This Mm. was never even about a virus. This was about creating the media hype that they told the Mm. world they were going to do in 2015, and the world was asleep. Mm. I did what became a multi-million viewed video where I actually laid out the entire sequence of this. I published a thing called the Fauci dossier. In that, I had thousands of patents, which proved that all of this was actually premeditated. All of this was architected. All of this was engineered. All of that information was out there. We tried to get it in front of attorneys general. We tried to get it in front of U.S. attorneys. We tried to get it in front of the congressmen and senators and everything. We tried to get it in front of people. And to a person, everyone who formally reviewed that information concluded that yes a crime is being committed and they will not prosecute it wow. well clearly the edits of the moderna um, patents were self-evident right when you see profits on the back of i don't know a thing that accidentally came into being and by the way we have a presidential candidate vivek right now is the guy who funded arbutus and acutus so we have a it's interesting vivek says a lot of great things like it amps me up and he brings some exposure to some things which is which is moving the needle in the right direction but he brings up some valid points it's so important that we question everything and look into all different angles on things because yeah this point right here um i would like someone to bring this uh up with him and let's get to the bottom of some of it shall we that would be great a republican candidate for president who is using for his campaign money he made on his not so publicly disclosed interests in every millions. shot that was delivered. I wonder how that millions. would play 
if, I don't know, somebody at a town hall would ask an inconvenient question like, hey, Vivek, tell us about the money you made on the back of Arbutus and Acuitas Pharmaceuticals. Why don't we actually have that conversation? But we don't have that yeah. conversation because the public is, number one, uninformed. And when it is informed, they are too incredulous to believe that the things I just said happen to be true. Right. Well, so let's unpack the 5G thing because that, that's something that I've tried to encourage people to look at actual 5G data. Anybody who wants to believe that 5G is a new phenomenon that somehow or another proliferated across the globe somewhere right. in 2018 and 2019, when the United States Department of Defense sold the frequency, needs to go back and look at the underlying fact, which is the U.S. Department of Defense has had 5G all over the world for years and has found it to be not sufficient for their requirements, which is why they sold it commercially. Hmm. And as much as people say, well, but 5G just started. No, it didn't. 5G was sold as unusable spectrum by the Department of Defense. Hmm. And carriers bought it, not from the FCC, not from an authorized auction. They bought it from the unused frequency that the DOD was giving up. So even the 5G narrative falls apart on its face because we are pretending. Like because it went into civilian use, it hadn't been used before. I think the whole thing has been very well orchestrated to set a number of little breadcrumbs out there to allow anybody anywhere to go, it's this, it's that, it's something else. Mm -hmm. And all of them distract from the central problem. And the central problem is a colluding set of conspirators in both public sector and in industry, new by 2015, and Peter Daszak, by the way, said it outright. It's bringing up some great points. We are going to get the public to understand the need for a medical countermeasure such as a pan-coronavirus vaccine. We need the media to create hype. We need to use that hype to our advantage to get to the real issues. Investors will respond if they see profit at the end of the process. The media hype was a programmed hype. And during the entirety of COVID, what did we have? We had the breadcrumb of 5G. We had the breadcrumb of SARS-CoV-2. We had the breadcrumb of UFOs. We had the breadcrumb of transgender. We had the breadcrumb of men can have babies. We had the breadcrumb of BLM. Are you kidding? This was not some co-emergence of social issues that all came about randomly at the same time. Right. This was a destruction of the public confidence narrative, which allowed everybody to jump on a bandwagon so that nobody talked about the real crime. Mm. And the real crime was something which in 2005 unambiguously stated that the synthetic coronavirus was going to be, and I quote, wow. a biological warfare enabling technology. Biological warfare enabling technology. Wow. He's bringing up some good points. I don't know where the mystery is. Because if that is the quote from the perpetrator themselves, why are we trying to figure out? Well, I wonder, did nature conspire? Did, did bats get the wrong place? Did a wet market go a little sideways? Did the Chinese Communist Party do something? Read the freaking evidence. Hmm. The evidence is unambiguous. That's how Zev Zelenko became Dr. Z and Zev Zelenko and everything that people know about him. His protocol came from the published work of Ralph Barrick, who was the guy who realized that zinc ionophores and the use of zinc and vitamin D and something like hydroxychloroquine or wow. ivermectin, which actually open up the zinc pathways into the cell. Ralph Barrick published that paper. The guy who made the weapon published the countermeasure in the early 20-teens. Wouldn't it be logical for the guy who made the weapon to actually have a countermeasure on the off chance that he got the weapon that he was making? Right, this is not a giant surprise. In fact, not at all. And it's comical that Zev Zelenko was allegedly a controversial figure for reading Ralph Barrick's science. Hmm. When he went to treat Donald Trump, he wasn't pulling a 
rabbit out of his hat going, I think this might work. He was actually using the data that came from the guy that made the bomb. And his work, by the way, saved thousands of people's lives right. while Governor Cuomo was killing people in nursing homes right. and in hospitals with ventilators. But once again, we should have recognized that when treatment was being suppressed, yes, and by the way, not hypothetical treatment, published treatment, when that was right. being suppressed, we should have gone, hold on a minute, sounds like there's a racket here. Somebody's suppressing real treatment options. Yes. The ivermectin, HCQ, he hits it out of the park right here. And they're suppressing it so that they can justify an emergency medical countermeasure that can only be authorized if there are no treatment options. Right. How funny is it that Johns Hopkins University, that's right, named for Johns Hopkins, the guy who actually popularized hydroxychloroquine for the treatment of malaria. How ironic is it that the very institution funded by the Rockefeller Foundation to celebrate Johns Hopkins, how ironic is it that that Johns Hopkins University was able to turn on its own namesake right. and say hydroxychloroquine is dangerous? Right. But school has its name because hydroxychloroquine is safe. Wow. That's why it has its name. The CDC used to be, before it became the Center for Disease Control and Prevention, the U.S. Malaria Suppression Program in Atlanta, Georgia, which did what? Advocate for the distribution of hydroxychloroquine. Right. This is one of those things where you sit back and you go, the wow. audacity of the crime is what's surprising. Right. Not the existence or absence of a disease or the existence or the absence of a pathogen. The thing that's shocking, mm. truly shocking, is how audacious the criminals are and how blind the public is to reading the information that is right in front of their face in preference to trying right. to find a motivation for how bad people in government could possibly do anything as bad as what I've just described. So I think there's a lot of problems in terms of how we have been conditioned to take on information. And I think that as a society, we have been conditioned to accept a fear-based narrative without yes. question. You'll recall, as I will, and I'm dating myself, but you'll recall when we were told that we should crawl under school desks in elementary school and hide under our desks in the event of a nuclear attack from Russia. Now, you'll remember those desks. They had a wooden top, a little metal casement, and then four metal stands. And somehow as children, we were conditioned to say that in the event of a nuclear blast, we were going to somehow be saved under our desks. Really? Am I dating myself? We had those practices too growing up. Does anybody know anything about radiation? Does anybody know anything about how nuclear right. weapons work? Because hiding under a desk merely means that your corpse is preserved so when the Pompeii diggers right. come back to dig you up, they'll find nice little encapsulated children huddled under melted metal desks. It'll be phenomenal, and it'll be great for a museum somewhere. What a nonsensical thing to do. But right. why did that practice become ubiquitous across the country? Mm -hmm. It was to instill. Fear allows you to respond to an authoritative impulse. Mm -hmm. And I can guarantee you, every single person who is a parent over the age of 40 knows that they were conditioned to accept, be afraid, set any logic aside, yeah. And if the authority tells you to do it in fear, do it. And by the way, if you were like me, being a little smartass, because mm -hmm. I was in elementary school, when you pointed out how stupid that was, you know what you got? Sent to the principal. Trouble. Office. See, this programming has been around for a long time, and we yeah. pretend like it's, oh my gosh, how did this happen in 2019? No, nah, come on. We have been habituated into the belief that if the people in authority who architect the fear tell you A, to be afraid, and then B, what to do when you're afraid, then you do it. And if we as a society stopped living in the fear narrative, the signal couldn't transmit. 100%. Well said. We're not to live in fear. Biblically, there's 365 fear knots. The only healthy fear that exists is fearing God himself. But that's healthy because he's our greatest champion. And he wants... To see us thrive and fulfill a life full 
of love and meaning. There's, we've all been socially conditioned. We're being effectively pitted against each other. There's all these squirrels. Like, yeah, all these things didn't erect themselves overnight naturally. The alphabet mafia and what's happening in schools and our children. It's, it's just terrible. It's all interconnected. Now, have we done enough yet when we bring up Bill Gates? Do you get the the good, safe feeling still? Like, oh, yeah, you guy glasses and the comfy sweaters? Or do you throw up in your mouth and your skin crawl? Because just you can connect these dots and everything they're doing and it... This man's bought up all this farmland. Like, what is going on? Your health now is the great topic. And then I just found another one. The funding, a.k.a. your tax dollars, did a TikTok. Yeah, get me off these social medias. Please help support us so we can grow. Like, I need it. We need it so desperately. In fact, I was just testing the equipment and gonna upload that super bowl commercial to the that should have played during the super bowl and adding that link i was just gonna attach it and do this screen share this this computing system and everything can't even support the cameras and the software so i gotta revamp even deeper one thing leads to another and bear with me i i need more equipment i don't have the finances for that i want to do my due diligence and and supply the most meaningful impactful like just assistance to speeding up the awakening and the uni- unification and how we how do we string string those cords magically to get people engaged and caring outside of their well what what does it matter i'm not being impacted like well you are and it's only getting worse. It's easier yesterday than it was today. Easier today than it will be tomorrow. And you got to see this progression. We must start doing our part. So help me get there, folks. Please. I'm committed. I'm doing everything I can. I am going financially in the hole with this crazy adventure genuinely this is the hardest thing the the bioweapon i'm fighting isn't helping obviously but i gotta get out of my own way i sure hope you can see the intention here support us like click the follow subscribe share this Tell them, just grab, start grabbing phones and subscribing for people. Come on, let's do this. Let's go. But enough of that. Let's play this last clip here. What speed is this one? Well, every year we get to see a lot of things. We travel to Africa, meet with scientists. We see a lot of things uh, that are going very well. Uh, things like reducing child to death and what? things like reducing child to death and producing, producing child to death. 
actually runs in the family because Bill Gates' father was on the board for Planned Parenthood, right. an institution whose main purpose is aborting unborn babies. Right. Since Roe v. Wade in 1973, which was strongly supported by good club member David Rockefeller's brother, then governor of New York, Nelson Rockefeller, there have been 60 million abortions in the United States, 58.8 million specifically from 1973 to 2018. Then you have a third member of the good club who is also keeping in the family, George Soros, who him and his family have donated a combined $8 million to Planned Parenthood since 2012 alone. Funny how so many members of this club that met to discuss the problem this of club. overpopulation have family members attached to the number one place for abortions, which again has been roughly $60 million since 1973. Now this shouldn't come as a surprise right. because Planned Parenthood was started by a eugenicist named Margaret Sanger. Her obsession with population control was so awful that mm. even Planned Parenthood itself was forced to finally disavow her last year, removing her name from the Manhattan Health Center as a public commitment to reckon with the former founder's harmful connections to the eugenics movement and also in renaming Margaret Sanger Square at the intersection of Bleecker and Mott Street in Manhattan. Sanger wrote a piece that appeared in the April 1932 issue of Birth Control Review that the government should implement forced sterilization and segregation on farmlands of morons, mental defectives, epileptics, illiterates, paupers, unemployables, criminals, prostitutes, and dope fiends. Should be given the choice of either segregation on farmlands and homesteads or sterilization. And she estimates that this is about 5 million people. In the late 30s, she then instituted an effort to bring Planned Parenthood clinics to black women in the South in an effort that was called the Negro Project. To get ahead of possible scrutiny of this project, in 1939, Sanger wrote a letter to Clarence Gable in an effort to get a black minister to gain the trust of the black community. In this letter, she wrote, The minister's work is also important and he should be trained, perhaps by the Federation, as to our ideals and the goals that we hope to reach. We do not want word to go out that we want to exterminate the Negro population. And the minister is the man who can straighten out that idea if it ever occurs to any of the more mm. rebellious members. So once again, amongst the elite, ways to lower the number of people on this planet is their ever-present main goal. Wow. And Soros is wrapped up in that. Soros also wrapped up in the whole BLM movement. They're trying to... I mean, you got to think of it, folks. The most dangerous sheep in the herd is that wolf in sheep's clothing that hasn't been identified the majority of us have identified these wolves trying to do and push and fund like soros and blm and kick that off as though man they they don't care the ones that are projecting like they care and that these lives matter whatever these they determine like it's it's insane we gotta connect these dots because if we can't see through the fluff gosh dang it they're gonna trigger other events a hundred percent and if we can't stand up and like, no, folks, like, and actually show up in what is m most loving and 
speak out, then what can you expect? Like the worst is going to take place. Look how effective they were. That's why it's so important that we never forget all these other world events. Like, oh, never forget. Like, we can't, it just happened. This pandemic, this scam-demic, right? My gosh. (laughs) Can we all do our part? I love you guys. I appreciate each and every one of you. I sure hope I'm doing you a service here. We got to ensure a better tomorrow. Each one of you have more control over the situation than you know. On these topics, we could reach out and let our voices be heard. We should be reaching out to our state officials for all of these bioweapons labeled falsely as vaccines to be incinerated immediately. That we will not allow ever again these organizations, these institutions, these government parties or bodies to to infringe on our personal body autonomy or diaper face wearing and all these other things are like never again will we allow you guys to deem what's essential lots more to come thank you Hope you have a lovely evening. Let's be excited to do our part. What other choice we got? We got to stand strong. And we got this together. God bless you all. Look forward to next time. Take care.